Hey, Merry Christmas, everyone. Welcome to our online Christmas. I just want to encourage you to engage this morning with us as we discuss. Feel free to pause the video and discuss the same questions with your family uh, or sing along as we worship. And also want to let you know at the end of the video, there's a little section uh, for kids. So if you even want to skip ahead to that, that'd be great. Either way, have an amazing Christmas and we love you so much. Merry Christmas. If you're confused, I can't help you. I'm sorry, Hey guys, I'm Carl. And I'm Paige. And uh, just welcome to our home. We invited some of the staff at PV over to our house just so we can share some Christmas memories. And thank you for inviting us into your home this morning. Um, but yeah, I just thought we would start the conversation by asking, uh, what are some of you guys' favorite Christmas memories? One thing that I always remember is this one specific Christmas. I was hanging out at, um, well, before this Christmas, I was hanging out at Pastor Joe's house, hanging out with his son, Seth. And he had this amazing Fisher-Price castle set with these little knights and stuff. And I thought it was the coolest toy I'd ever seen. So I told my parents about it and they stored that away. And so that Christmas, when I opened that up, I freaked out. <laughs> and I was like running around the house. And uh, anyway, that was like the best Christmas gift I ever got. And it was like one of those things like with, uh, with our Christmas, it was always like, man, our parents give us the coolest stuff. And it was like this really special thing. We always open gifts on Christmas Eve. It was like this really special thing because not only did I enjoy getting gifts, but it always was this moment of like, I felt so known by my parents. Mm -hmm. Like they really paid attention. And so anyway, that's not, I always think about that when I think about Christmas. I think about that specific Christmas. So do that, you, that's what I'm have it. Yeah, I have it at my house and my kids play with it. It's that's really awesome. cool. Yeah. That's literally every time I come over now, he's like, you want to play castle? <laughs> so cute. Yeah. I was actually, I, so there were no secrets when it came to presents for me because I was really good at finding help. Mm. <laughs> and then my, my dad, my dad would like, one year I wanted a um, Commodore 64 video games. And so it was hidden in his closet, top shelf. So I would go in there like once a day. <laughs> it's like looking through all the things, but that I remember this in particular that Christmas, some reason I thought somebody broke into our house Christmas Eve and so I'm laying in my bed like this and like, <laughs> like listening to every sound and like, oh my goodness, they're going to steal my conversation. <laughs> I was still upset. So eventually I went to sleep and the next morning I, I pretended like I was surprised. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Anybody else have a Christmas burglar? <laughs> <laughs> Not that I remember. <laughs> when I was growing up, we had like we had an unfinished basement. We were all scared to go down there. I have three siblings, so we were we were terrified of that basement. It was scary. Um, but one Christmas in the months leading up to Christmas, my parents explicitly told us not to go down there, that all of our presents were down there, and if we saw our presents, they were gonna return them. Um, and then on Christmas morning, they took us down there and it was, they had spent like the last several months, every night after they put us to bed, they were down there for hours and hours, like just totally refinishing the basement into this like 
magical playland. It had like a slide no way. and like what? cubby holes to crawl through. It was like a, it was like a playhouse. And so, <laughs> I know. So the four of us walked down there and we have this old video of, of all of us just standing there like in awe, like, like we, we stood there for several minutes cause we couldn't take it in, you know, our brains couldn't wow. process that transformation. Um, and it became every, every neighborhood kid, every cousin's favorite place to play for oh, years yeah. and years to come. So wow. Awesome. Yeah. It was really fun. By far the best, best Christmas. Cheers. That's so cool. I could never do, I, like, I could never live up to that with my own kids. <laughs> oh, you think, If anybody can do it, it's Gen D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you turned out so fun. <laughs> <laughs> you had a really fun job. Yeah, a cool basement. <laughs> In a cool basement. <laughs> I think one of my favorite Christmas memories is every year we would go up to my grandma's house for like three days and hang out with my like cousins and um, and we would be able to go like uh, four wheeling in the snow where we would put sleds behind the four wheelers and we would just go all over on my my grandma had like tons of land. And so we would just go all over in these trails through the forest and so fun. I, man, I just love that. I, I feel like I loved everything about Christmas, though. It was like, every single thing. It was, like, the food. You could always go and get candy from, like, the... Just everything. There was nothing that I I would ever be sad about. I was always so excited for everything we did. So fun. The best. The best. Mm -hmm. You guys don't have no memories? I have a, I have a tradition. I'm remembering. <laughs> um, this is, like, pretty simple, but um, when we were kids... On Christmas morning, we would all like get up super excited, super early, and my parents um, would hide baby Jesus from the nativity scene, and whoever like found him then got to open their presents first. And so we were like running around the house like, Jesus, where are you? <laughs> where are you, God? <laughs> so much fun because like obviously opening presents is fun but just like running around the house with your siblings trying to find little baby Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's when I found Jesus. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's awesome. That was funny. <laughs> think of the, the Who song. Where are you? Yeah. <laughs> I want my present. No. <laughs> no. I don't know why it made me think of that cartoon. It's like a far side type cartoon where this guy comes to this guy's door and he asks him, Have you found Jesus? And then you see the curtains and there are these two sandaled feet sticking out from underneath the curtains. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is standing behind the curtain. Have you found him? I can't find him anyway. <laughs> Carl, do you have a Christmas memory? I sure do. Why don't you tell me? Um, I remember I always had a hard time sleeping as a kid. I definitely grew out of that. But um, my parents would try to tucker me out Christmas Eve because they knew that overnight they had some presents to plant, you know what I mean? And all that kind of stuff. And I, I usually would try to wake up and, and whatever, but 
I just remember waking up as soon as I could. I, I knew that the rule was I had to fall asleep. But right when I would wake up, I would run to my parents' bedroom. And I remember shaking my dad. who was still pitch black. <laughs> and he was just like, go back to bed. <laughs> Sent me back to my room like three or four times that night. And I just feel so bad. They never slept that night. <laughs> but he would tell me, when it says... Five zero zero. That's when you can come get me. Wow. And I was like, "Wow, Dad, you're so generous, letting me come at five o'clock." That just shows how much sleep I deprived them of. They were just like, "Just make it to five, please. Just make it to five. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. My dad used to tell me how they. He actually, when he was a kid, he just didn't even wait for them to get up he'd go down and play with his toys oh, really? <laughs> then he'd come look at them they're still sleeping he'd go down and play some more he'd like he's like already like knew no everything was gonna get and they finally guess up yet been playing for hours yeah. <laughs> oh no yeah i'm probably in for that this year yeah you that's are fun. that's fun we have these really helpful little things that that the light turns green when our kids can wake up that's awesome. Oh, it's really nice. nice. Yeah, so. Is it like on a lamp? Huh? It's like a little clock. It looks like a star, and it's red when they're supposed to be asleep, and it turns green when they can be awake. That's awesome. Yeah. It's to play on Daniel Amberlin as if we change the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything that goes off. Four Chad's been at our house again. It's <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
favorite Christmas passages, obviously, you know, um, the Luke, the Luke passage about the whole narrative of Christmas is awesome, but I just always love this Isaiah passage um, out of Isaiah 9, where it's telling about what the Messiah will be like. And um, it says, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. A light has dawned on those living in a land of darkness. You have enlarged the nation and increased its joy. The people have rejoiced before you as they rejoice at harvest time and as they rejoice when dividing spoils. For you have shattered their oppressive yoke and the rod on their shoulders, the staff of their oppressor, just as you did on the day of Midian. For every trampling boot of battle and the bloody garments of war will be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child will be born to us. A son will be given to us, and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. The dominion will be vast, and its prosperity will never end. He will reign on the throne of David and over his kingdom and establish and sustain it with justice and righteousness. From now on and forever, the zeal of the Lord of armies will accomplish this. And I love that <clears throat> because Christmas, I think, um, always is there's like this incredible simplicity to it in that so it was something that happens every day many 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 thousands of times a day a baby is born um, but that specific baby there's like all these promises <laughs> behind the birth of Jesus and um, anyway that is always something for me that I just think about um, some of these, some of these promises, like, um, just the way that he'll establish his new kingdom. And then I just love all these names of who Jesus is, that he's our wonderful counselor on our mighty God, everlasting father and prince of peace. Just, those are, those are promises of who he is that, that we can cling to. But anyway, I'd love to just hear around the room. What are some things that, that have just been significant to you? Obviously every Christmas, I feel like, um, at least for me personally, I feel like there's often just a new thing that God kind of highlights for me, or he takes me into a specific detail that just kind of makes me go, wow. So is there anything for you guys this this year that's kind of just been like, this has just been something I've been meditating on. This is something that God's really been um, kind of showing me this year with Christmas. Any any thoughts about that? I feel like um, uh, this is something that I started thinking about back in August when uh, my son Micah was born, but uh, one of the, one of the first thoughts I had after, like while I was still in the hospital, was like I cannot believe Jesus decided to come to Earth as a baby, and um, and that's just kind of been like on my mind a lot. Like man, I cannot believe that that is the way that He decided to come, and um, one of the things I've been recently kind of thinking about is just like how he chose to have imperfect parents parent him and um just thinking about how like imperfectly I parent Micah and like he, he doesn't really do anything wrong he just needs something and how I get frustrated about it or you know and just thinking about how like that would that would have been the same for Jesus as a baby and like and how he chose 
imperfect parents to parent him. And I just feel like I've, that's just been filling me with lots of wonder this year. Just kind of like feeling kind of in awe of like the way that he decided to arrive and just so unexpected. Mm -hmm. Like you, it just, and I feel like, uh, it's just like such a crazy thing that he wanted to come and, and be completely dependent upon something he created. You know, and it just like so many things that I'm just like, I just cannot believe that this is, this was your perfect plan. And it's just, it just, I don't know. It just has filled me with so much like wonder this, this Christmas season. Yeah. I love the simplicity, like even just <clears throat> thinking about him as a baby. And I, like whenever I like kind of get to this place of all the stuff that we have, like presents and like just excitement and all the different things that are going on. And, you know, we obviously, we do the services and different things like that but i i love to find myself like in a outside in the morning when it's really dark and mm -hmm. stars and just kind of taking a moment just to like take a breath and and just think about like because i remember you know ours are older obviously we got one that's almost uh, senior and so but I, I can remember those moments of just simple things as a dad like with you know maya and caleb and abigail like their hands are so little yeah. their fingers are so tiny. And like, I mean, you're just trying to like even change their diaper or put like, put on little tiny, <laughs> little tiny onesies. And you're just like, just put the little arm, like, I just, I don't want to hurt you. Like, it's just, and so I just imagine like, you know, Jesus and Mary and Joseph, like we we're so in tune to wanting to know what to do next mm -hmm. with our walk with Jesus. And I, I think about like maybe those first, few hours or even that those first few days of like well what, how do we do savior of the world's here what do we do we gotta get on with this <laughs> and i feel like the you know was, there was just obviously like well we just change his diaper and we just feed him and we're gonna just take care of this like and so it's just it's such a contrast like daniel you were saying like the simplicity but also this massive you know government and <laughs> kingdom that's forever um so I don't know, I, it's, it is comforting to mm -hmm. like have it be so simple and mm -hmm. where the, I feel like the Lord sometimes would just tell us, like, just relax, <laughs> like let, let this process and this wonder develop in you. So that's kind of, yeah. I like to go there, kind of go there every year, Take, takes the weight off your shoulder or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, while you were talking, I was thinking about, so two, two of my boys came we're born in the middle of the night, like in, in the quietness of a night, like you're saying, and just thinking about that moment where Mary and Joseph had, you know, delivered Jesus and nobody really knew. I mean, obviously people knew and the world had changed, but it was just this quietness of like, here's our little baby and this baby that we love and, and nobody really knows about him yet. Nobody knows how much he's going to shake up the world. And I don't know, that just has me thinking like presently people like living and existing without the knowledge of who Jesus is and, and what awaits them when, when that time comes, when they get to discover him for the first time or experience him for the first time, he's just kind of waiting quietly for them, um, pursuing, you know, definitely pursuing them, but also just, you know, waiting for the moment where they will pursue him too. And I, I just like the idea of the quietness before that. I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of a cool thing to, to think about. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about, um, in that verse, specifically the name Prince of Peace, and how oftentimes, like, in this season, it doesn't feel super peaceful because there's, like, something you have to do every day and a lot of things you have to prepare for and 
how I um, rely on my schedule to bring me peace by not having things on certain days and and that's good sometimes too but just thinking about how he brought peace the moment he was born he fulfilled that name right there in the manger um, and how I can rely on that in a season of busyness and craziness and stuff like that um, because they did like Mary and Joseph were traveling when she's nine months pregnant. Like that does not sound peaceful at all. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> but the Just moment, roll me there, yeah. please. <laughs> Come on. But the moment he was born, I'm sure that was like the most peaceful and beautiful moment because he fulfilled that. Maybe not. Right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Yeah. What does the lyrics say? No tears he cried or something? Right. No um, crying he made. No crying he made. No crying he made. So maybe it was peaceful. <laughs> if the song says it. <laughs> I think I, you kind of hope that the baby cries. Because you don't care. Yeah, baby. With our kid of being barred, it's like, are they crying? Sweet. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> That's good. Everything's working. But that brought you peace then. It did. It did. So, I don't know. Anyway, I just thought that was cool that the moment he was born, he fulfilled yeah. that name. Yeah. One thing that I was just like reflecting on is how life is like really long. And it, it just feels really complicated. And I'm I'm like pretty young. And it's just, it feels like it keeps getting more and more complex. And I just, you know, it's easy to feel overwhelmed, at least for me. Um, feel tuckered. And, but um, as I was, you know, laying on my couch, coughing up a lung, I, I was thinking about... Um, you know, baby Jesus and um, like how he came physically. And I know like I've heard pastors like preach on that before, but I just like since it was like an original thought, I felt like, oh, yeah, I can think about this. This is kind of what I did. <laughs> 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 I'm so sorry. Um, but anyway, more editing. <laughs> it's so meta. It's so meta, bro. So meta. so meta, bro. But what I was thinking about is I was just I felt overwhelmed with thankfulness because since Jesus came, since he died for me, I, my life isn't always going to be like this. Like it will be made right. And I was just like, so grateful for that. Like number one, because I was sick and I'm like, I can't wait for that to go away, you know, like a, forever. But also just like all the complexities and the, the pain that sin has brought and how it just has so tainted this place. Like, because Jesus came and because he lived a perfect life and died for me, it's not always going to be like this. And there is eternal hope because of that. And it's interesting because, yes, that means in eternity everything's going to be made right. But it's also interesting how that gave me strength in that moment. And it gives me strength for the complexities of life that Jesus is going to give us what we need mm -hmm. to keep going. So I think one of the things that always, that, that always like it just brings me to this place of amazement is thinking about how I think there are a lot of moments in life where it's like I I want to pull the eject cord. Mm -hmm. Like Lord, could you just take 
take me to heaven or like, or those moments where it's like, this is really hard or things shouldn't be like this or whatever. And so there's a lot of times where it's like, especially knowing about the hope that we have in Jesus, it's sort of like, I just, I can't wait for that. And I just want to be there. And I think that, and I think that's a good thing. I think there can be hope from that. But on the opposite side of like, Christmas is the opposite of that, where Jesus was there. He wasn't in the mess, like, and certainly he's involved and he cares, but it just shows how deeply he connects with us and our situation that he was willing to, like, I guess the way that I tend to think about it is it's like, if there's this plane that's going down and you're like, I just want to jump out and pull the parachute. And Jesus is the one who like somehow flew himself into the plane and was like, it's okay, everybody. I'm going to get us out of this kind of thing. And, and so it's just like he put himself into the terrible situation that we experience on earth. And certainly there's joys. There's a lot of heartache. And he was willing to experience all of those things, even from the very earliest moments of just being a baby, right? Um, and so anyway... I, that always just brings me a sense of wonder and it just makes me feel so much more confident as I experience difficult things in life because I know that Jesus takes that personally and he's not, first of all, he understands, he can sympathize, but also like he was willing to step into that with me and with us, you know, as humanity. So I just, that always just brings me a sense of awe and wonder and just gratitude for Jesus.
can't believe it's Christmas time again. Now, where did I leave off? Uh, fixing another broken toy, of course. <sighs> Mr. Frankenheimer, I'm so lucky that you're open on Christmas Day. I still need a gift from my brother. Oh, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas? There's nothing merry about Christmas. What are you talking about? There's so much to be merry about Christmas. The lights and the decorations and singing Christmas carols with your friends and family. Oh, and giving gifts to people that are special to you. But I feel like a toy maker like you would absolutely love Christmas. Well, I don't. The decorations are so tacky. Oh, the Christmas songs, they put them on repeat all the time and they give me a headache. And don't even get me started on the gifts. Everyone just wants the next new big flashy thing. And they're never grateful. They, they just whine and complain when they don't get it. Ugh, people are so ungrateful these days. <sighs> I see. Uh, well, you do know that Christmas isn't really about the decorations and songs and the gifts, don't you, Mr. Well, what do you mean? Well, we celebrate Christmas because it's Jesus' birthday. Jesus' birthday? Yeah. Well, let me tell you a story. Just The story begins when God created the world. He made everything with just a word. The majestic mountains, the vast oceans, the beautiful flowers, the incredible animals. He even created people, us, in his very own image. The people were able to have a relationship with God, and he was their very best friend. Everything was good. Everything was perfect. But the people chose to sin. They chose to rebel against God. They disobeyed. They lied and they hurt each other, themselves, and God. Because sin had entered the world, all people became a slave to sin. We couldn't stop hurting everyone and everything around us. Because of sin, people would get sick, fall, get hurt, say mean things to others, cry, and get angry. God was sad that people he created and loved so much were slaves to sin. He wanted to save his people, but he knew that no person could save themselves. He would have to save everyone himself. Well, that brings us to Christmas. God sent his only son, Jesus, to us. The glory of God was all wrapped up in the fragile, tiny body of a baby. This baby would grow up and live a life without any sin. No lying or cheating and no mean thoughts. He lived the perfect life we were supposed to live. And then he died for us, sacrificing himself so we could be free from always sinning. Now, anyone that chooses to believe and make Jesus the king of their life can have God as their best friend again. Christmas is celebrating Jesus' birthday. God sent Jesus to save us, and Jesus is the greatest gift we could have ever been given. So you see, Mr. Frankenheimer, Christmas is all about celebrating that Jesus came to earth. He came as a baby to free us from our sin and bring us into relationship with him. We decorate and we sing songs and we give gifts to celebrate the greatest gift, Jesus. I think I get it now. Christmas is all about celebrating Jesus being with us. Exactly. Oh, Jesus really is the greatest gift. You know, that's making me think that Christmas isn't so bad after all. And you know what? In fact, I'm going to close up shop early, head home and spend some more time with my family. That's a great idea. Bye, Mr. Wait, 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 wait. Before you go, though, this little toy is for your brother. I think he'd really appreciate it. Oh, it's perfect. How much? On the house, totally free. And 
This one, I saw you eyeing this one up earlier. Ah, this one's all for you as well. Wow, thank you so much, Mr. Krakenheimer. You're so welcome. Thank you for letting me see the real reason for Christmas. Jesus, he's the greatest gift ever. Well, we better get going so we can celebrate, because there's so much to celebrate with Jesus. There sure is. Pleasant Valley Church. Merry Christmas. My name is Isaiah, one of the interns here at PB, and I've got a couple of announcements coming up for you as we get going with the service. On Friday, January 20th from 5 to 7 p.m., fathers and their daughters, grade 4 and younger, are invited to enjoy a date night. The night will include dinner, dancing, games, and a photo booth, and also a message. The cost is $20 for each family, and make sure to register by Sunday, January 15th. As we approach the end of 2022, please be aware that any offerings that are to be credited to 2022 must be hand-delivered, made online, or postmarked by December 31st, 2022. We just want to thank you so much for your generous giving, and we just want to add that the office will be closed Monday, December 26th through Monday, January 2nd. And a look ahead for New Year's Day, which is also a Sunday, we're only going to be having one service. So join us at 1030 and feel free to come 30 minutes early and enjoy some breakfast treats together. You can find out more about any of today's announcements or really anything else by taking a look at the PV Winona app, The Happenings, or our website. Be sure to check out details on all the events happening at PV this month, including the next Men's Ministry Challenge, January 5th from 6.30 to 8 p.m., and Mondays for Moms, January 9th at 9 a.m. If you're new today or have any questions, stop by the Next Steps area in the cafe. And if you'd like to worship through the act of giving this morning, you can do that through the website, the app, or the black boxes in the back of the ministry center and all throughout the church. Well, that's it from me. We're so glad that you joined us this morning. Merry Christmas and just a reminder that Jesus loves you. Thanks for joining us, you guys, and have a good Christmas. Oh. As simple as that. that see, Carl, that's how it's done. <laughs>